Shazy, creative alchemist, music producer, and VO artist, born in Xanadu and living in LA, ready to scratch that itch in your brain. And hey, I'm Mandy, singer, actress, lover, born and raised in LA, sprinkling a little magic everywhere I go. And welcome to the Sonic Chronic, where we review popular TV and film titles of the year. How they influenced us or how they were influenced by the global and cultural buzz of that year. What was the frequency of that time, and who were its tastemakers? Tasty. Right? So this episode, we're going to talk about 2022. 22. We just, we just got out of that year, right? Here we yes, are. Yes, we fresh. did. We're fresh. fresh off the and presses. And we're going to talk about that year and the top movies and the top films. Yes. These are the frequency of that time. That's right. And so we want to, we're passionate about this because as most of you probably listening and watching feel the same, is that a lot of times we'll watch things that will either influence us or maybe wherever our mind's at or whatever we're kind of resonating with, we're drawn to. And it's really interesting to kind of see that and what are the factors that make that so. I think there's a lot of tie-in and a lot of influence of the soundtrack of that TV show or film. Um, You know, the music that's involved, I think that helps us resonate. Maybe it makes us either really attracted to and love that title, or we're totally, like, repelled by and can't stand it. Yes. Right? I think it plays a role. Plus, obviously, the other obvious things like good acting, good storyline. What's um, being nominated? What are our friends watching? What's the buzz? What is it thought-provoking? Is it making us think about what's happening in our real, like, reality of the times? Um, You know, there's a lot of that going on, and it's so interesting to see what becomes so popular. Because we look at the most popular titles. We look at kind of— IMDb ratings. Thank you. ratings, all the things. And, like, the the box office. Sorry, box office. Like, what were the most, like, watched and attended? So that's that's showing us, okay, what are people interested in at this moment? And so there's a connection, I think. Right? Totally. So, 2020. 22. Okay, Let's so we, we have a little box here where the titles that we decided... What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> we, where we're going to pick randomly the first title we're going to talk about. Ready? That's my drum Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Okay, so... Yes. This film... Phenomenal film. Yeah. I just watched this film in theater. Yes. I'm a little late to the game, but you know what? I was in that theater laughing, crying, yes. mainly crying. It was very emotional. I was crying. <laughs> it was. You saw the first one, right? I did see the first okay. one. Okay. And I think they did an incredible job paying tribute to King Ch- T'Challa, Chadwick yes. Boseman, who passed away. Like they so truly sad. honored his legacy, like from jump. And they, From jump, yeah. yeah. I'm really, I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm really happy they did that. Because Marvel could have totally just kind of like, oh, here's a mention or maybe in the credits or let's replace him and like, you know, put a new character in and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because obviously he can't be in the new one. Yeah. And they truly honored his his character and his story, but at him as a person. Yeah. Like, I was really, like, impressed, and, and I was so happy that they did that because I was a little worried. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think And, they did and I think job. that's why it was so heartfelt because genuinely, like, the character, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but if you haven't, definitely check it out, right? Yes. And it's okay. I mean, I think you should watch the first one, too. It makes sense because there is a tie-in with the first one, so 
emotionally with the characters, you'll connect way more. But like, I felt like um, they, you know, like there were some really tough scenes. And I thought, you know, the actors didn't have to act. I could tell that they were really sad because he actually had passed away. And like, you know, so there was a very strong parallel to what the character went through. And so I was like, the actors were, it was probably so hard for them if you think about it. No, I think they did a phenomenal job and the acting was incredible. It was just like emotionally rewarding Mm -hmm. and just like truly captivating and action packed. So there was like for every person viewing the movie, like your audience, you had a little bit of everything in there. Yes. Oh, it was actually cinematically, um, the effects and everything, super top notch. I mean, you know how sometimes they overkill a budget and they just go ball, you know, balls to the wall. Yeah. I never use that expression. That was weird. Um, (laughs) Balls to the wall. (laughs) Balls to the wall. (laughs) Um, uh, I was trying to think if there's an expression for a female version of that. But anyway, (laughs) probably is. Give us some some ideas. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, no, I thought that, like, it was done in a way that was, like, I guess I can't stand it, honestly, when these, like, blockbuster movies, when they're, like, explosions and things and blah, and, like, these fantastic fight scenes that last 20 minutes. I'm like, the dude is dead. He, there's no way. He got hit five times. He shot. (laughs) He's sliced. And, like, he's still going. And it's like, come on. They're fighting in the air (laughs) mid-air like this. Like, but no, but they actually, the, the effects, I thought, were, like, super tasteful, well done. Mm -hmm. But the fighting scenes were legit. Like, and there was such a wonderful, strong female protagonist energy in this film. Yes. Super awesome. Maybe that's why we also, I was like, gosh, it's so refreshing to see that. I feel like when people aren't looking for it, but because I'm always looking for it lately. And I was just like, gosh, I'm so proud of them. Like, it wasn't just like a main lead character. It's like all the females in it were strong characters. And they actually had pretty good fleshed out storylines don't you think and i mean we're hoping that people have seen the movies since they're gonna be listening because i mean the main thing of black panther is that she's female she's a woman now and that's like that's the best amazing part that's right that's the second black panther role model for young girls watching this right seeing that and also representation of amazing brown and black actors in film like this is the first time we actually see like Latinos playing yes. a, in a Marvel film like that, like superheroes, yes. you know? And I think the main guy, Namor, he was like, whoa, so good. Yeah. So incredible. Um, talk about these blue people. Let's <laughs> talk about these blue people. The, what are they actually called? The Talo, Talocanils from um, Talocan? They were like considered the blue, the, the blue are people. Are we giving Blue's anything people. away by saying anything like that? That's what the other thing. I don't want to do too much spoiler alert. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. Because what I'm saying, what we're saying right now is we're not giving too much away. Saying that there's like a f- new female Black Panther, I think that's known, right? Yes, that's known. That's known, obviously, because the original Black Panther, he is literally, you know, passed away, which is super, like, sad. He was amazing. Yeah. But, no, I think but that's seriously. also really cool that you yeah. could bring the Black Panther back because it's like... It's a symbol. It's a symbol. It's, it's a, not just like, it, yeah, exactly. It's carrying his legacy. And yes. His sister, the princess, Shuri. Yes. She's now the Black Panther. She's going to carry yes. that title. You're and good with the accent, so I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I've been working on my accent of Wakanda forever. <laughs> but, I need a little help, but you know what I, I mean? Like, I like when you're like, and, and so am I croissant. 
Croissant. Sorry. But no, I agree. That's a good way of putting it. They made it a symbol. It was symbolizing like strength and all these things. And it was symbolizing their community. And like, that's the other thing that was awesome about Wakanda Forever, which I think we're all, and this is how it ties into the frequency of the times, how much after the pandemic, and we're still kind of fizzling out of it a little bit, but are people realizing how much they crave community mm-hmm. and real connection with each other and and feeling like you are a valued contributor in your community you're not just like out there on your own people got your back and and it's like you don't have to be a hustler you don't have to be ah you know over producer it's just like this wonderful almost like peaceful harmonious existence where you just take care of each other and honestly i felt that in how they convey the communities in uh, Black Panther. I agree. And the soundtrack was phenomenal. Oh, my God. Another thing that makes you love or hate a movie or a TV show, right? Yes. They had a lot of Mexican, Latino, and Mesoamerican music in this. So that was to the other... Again, Avatar did the same thing, but I don't think you were spoiling it, but I think you saw in the previous... The, what was the tribe called or the community called? Um, they Tatu- were called Talocan. Talocan. So the people okay. of Talocan. And so, they, they spoke Yucatec Maya, yeah. like legit Again, Mayan language. I think that's how they were culturally t- tying it back into our what's really happening with us right now as a parallel. Because, you know, people of color, specifically, obviously Black Panther, you know, it's like African. Anybody who falls into that category, obviously there's a lot of like cultural tension, in, at least America right now, about that. But then they also addressed... A lot of times, much forgotten in the conversation, indigenous people with yes. this, this second community, which I think was awesome and genius. And you don't ever really see that no. in top movies or no. just anything big screen. And even in Latin America, yeah. you don't really see brown skinned people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's very, you know. And bad, they so. dominated the, the all the cast. You know, usually when they talk about something, they have a few key characters that happen to be that. And the rest is, like, Euro, white, Caucasian, right? Yeah. How about the one dude that was pulled back from the original, like, the first one? He was pretty much the only, I hate to say white, but European, Caucasian, that had a depth character. Do so, you mean the the cop? No, the guy that was uh, the FBI. Everett. Uh, yes, Everett. Everett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah He's the one who's a connection Martin to the Freeman. government. Yeah, yeah. And, and his storyline in this was interesting. It was interesting because he almost, like, he was, like, how we should be as white people right now yeah. <laughs> is to support and yes. close our mouth and listen and humble. And and I love that they reflected. And it wasn't in a, like, demeaning way at all. No. He had a very strong, compassionate character. But guess what? Just like people of color are always used to is, like, they're usually the minority in these films. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time, it was like we're they were the majority. majority. And it was really exciting. Which is what is happening in my As life. myself so being a beautiful. white person, even though I could probably pass for the things, <laughs> I was just like, I actually so appreciated that. Yeah, I didn't feel, like, alienated. I didn't feel like, oh, my God. Like, I actually felt like, oh, yes, because I don't know. Maybe if, this is a personal thing, but I feel like I, like, I was, like, always wanted roots and, like, lineage. So I'm always, like, <laughs> when I see that stuff, I'm like, I want to be in Wakanda. You know? Oh, my God. So I, I, I saw this with one of my besties, Ralphie. And, like, oh, I love Ralph. being a black and brown person myself, yes, being yes, mixed, it was, like, yes. we were going through it. And I was, like, oh, I'm Wakanda forever. No, wait. I'm Tolokan. No, wait. It's, like, <laughs> you can't. Like, I was, and then Ralph was, like, you can't be switching sides, girl. Like, hold on. Beautiful to see like yeah. people who look like my relatives and yeah, it was it was just amazing and film. a diverse like it's like you know that's the thing it's like they're usually so like typecasted and pigeonholed like in terms of like you have one character so you have one type of personality that 
represents that whole like ethnicity, right? right? And that's the problem because then people who aren't normally exposed to different ethnicities, then that's their impression, that right. one thing. So there could be jerks in every, you know, we're, we're, there's bad apples everywhere and there's great apples everywhere. So I just love that they, we saw the diversity within that community, yes. not just like, oh, there's one person represented here. Even with women, it was like, again, there's always a gender disparity, Mm-hmm. And women are minorities. It's like, oh, you're lucky if there's one token woman in mm. this thing. It was no, the opposite. The whole cast is like power <laughs> to the women. It was female empowerment. Queen energy all the way, yes, don't you Queen think? Ramonda, Queen Angela Bassett killed oh it. She was nominated. She was just divine. And won the Golden Globe, honey. <gasps> yes, she, she made did. history. She's the first yeah. actor to win in a Marvel film for their role. So she That's made awesome. history at the Golden Globes. And also, the film was nominated for... Um, Best original song, Rihanna. Oh, yes. Back to the soundtrack. I actually saw, yeah, Rihanna's awesome. Great choice. Obviously, I'm so glad that she did this project. But, like, I actually watched, I went and saw the Black Panther because I'm here in Hollywood. And I got to go see it at El Capitan, which is a famous theater, which is known for screening, like, Disney, Pixar kind of movies. And it's just, like, fantastic. And so they were handing out this special poster for anybody who came. And there was literally, like, it was just, like, this really cool image of Black Panther and a big old QR code, which linked right to the playlist. Yes, on Spotify. It was genius, because I was like, oh, man, so you had this whole playlist curated for the movie. The soundtrack is epic. The soundtrack is so epic. And, it, it, you know, that's what I'm talking about. That's how I feel like soundtrack, music, whatever is happening as a, a sound layer through this, like, with a movie or a TV show, but in this case, the movie, well, composed well, you know, aligned well. I don't know how to say it, like, when you're yeah. putting the songs together. Made sense. Pointing them, the yeah, putting it on the right parts. Like, it was emotionally aligning it connected to the emotion and just like amplified it and it was just like that is so wonderful when you see that come together too because that's the difference i feel like that's how people resonate they anchor into a moment and an emotion it pulls them in like i think more to the experience right what do you think burning in a hopeless dream yes hold me when you go to Keep me in the warmth of the love when you do. Oh, my chair is squeaking and ruining your solo. Safe and sound. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. Oh my God, yes. I love that. Arboles Bajo del Mar was bomb and Con la Brisa. Just listen to the soundtrack because it's. Oh, they were on the soundtrack, yes. Oh, yeah, you can't go wrong. And it's obviously a Spotify playlist. You can just, you know, obviously just follow it and add it to your little queue. Um, so, so are we gonna, what's our vote? What's our vote? Oh, we, I well, guess I wonder what you guys think we'll vote. We, we hated it. Are we going to say? Okay, so this is our thing. We we have a paddle here yeah, with a nay. little frowny face. If you all are listening, it's just this paddle with like a drawn frowny face. <laughs> y'all and, then, <laughs> and then our other side of the paddle is our green happy face. Happy face. And, um... So yeah. Go. All right. So on the count of three, Black what? Panther Wakanda Forever is a one, two, three. Yay! It's a yay. It's a, a must see. It's a go see it it's right now if you haven't already. It's an add to your bucket list of watching a, f- a film. And we love, 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 love. Lots of hearts. Lots love, of love, hearts love. on that one. Love, 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 love. Hearts for the soundtrack, hearts for the film itself, and hearts for the 
actors and the storyline. It was just like out of the park. And R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, you R. are amazing. He was he was really serious. he's flying high with this one. Amazing. Okay. Next. What's our, you want to pick the next one? You Woo! pick the next. Okay. You pick the next. In our boxy box. What's in the box? What's okay. it going to be? Blackbird. Blackbird. Black, black, oh, black, interesting. Black. Okay, so this is a TV show. Yes. And it's on, was it on HBO? Apple TV. Oh, it was Apple. Yes. Apple TV. Apple Plus? Or is it just Apple TV? Apple TV. Yeah, just Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This so, one did great. It got it. 8 out of 10 IMDb and 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. That's why we picked it. Yes. Took home some awards. The Golden Globes. Now, I watched it because you... I hadn't watched it, but you recommended it. Yes. We noticed, obviously, it was on the top of what people were watching. And... It's a true story. You know it's that. a true story. And I have to say, I really, really enjoyed it. It's good. It, like, locks you in. It's definitely binge-worthy. I binged it back in July. It's, <laughs> it was actually easy to binge because the episodes weren't too long each, and there was only eight episodes. Yeah, so only eight season. episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was just a one-off because, as you'll see, it's a based on a true story. James Keene, he's locked up in prison. He's sentenced to, like, ten years, and he's offered, you know, hey— you help us out, we'll get you out. Yeah, it's an interesting scenario. Yeah, what happened was there's two things going on. There's a, basically, you'll see in the first episode that there's a guy, he's kind of like good looking, younger, kind of, you know, ex- you know, football star in his high school, you know, whatever. Taron Egerton, he is fine. Yeah, he's, yeah, the actor that plays him. I was trying to remember who he was. He played he Elton from? John. <gasps> that's what it was. I was trying yes. to remember where did I see him last. Anyway, he's he was, I mean, he's so fit. He's so but fit. But he, that, he needed to he's be so for this fit. role. He's so fit. really good. He's so fit. He's yeah. very fit. Um, he basically was running, you know, drugs and like yeah. I guess he got caught, it was set up, you know, and he was also had arms. White dude, well to do white dude though, however, but because he thought his father's an ex cop, I'm not giving too much away, but no. he thought he wasn't gonna you know, if he plead he wouldn't get a sentence, but he did. Yeah. He got put away for like ten years. Cut to at the same time, there's been some serial murders going on of women, young women actually. Yes. And they this one FBI agent, she really felt strongly that it was this dude that was already incarcerated, but he was up for parole and he most likely would be because he was appealing a sentence and he most likely would have gotten released or would be released if they didn't do something, right? Yeah. So she was basically asked, you know, I don't want to go too much into this, but there was like a, a proposition to the... To the, James the, to basically get Larry Hall to confess to Yeah, to basically befriend him, but he would have to go transfer to this really high secure for the insane prison to like befriend this dude but the upside for him that you know why would he do this is that they would totally commute his sentence if he got him to confess but he also they also said you have to we have to find a body because they were trying to find a body so that they could basically solidify the charges against him and keep him in jail so don't want to say what happens but like it was really well done I like how they cut together the stories and actually the actors uh, at the very end they show the real people they they casted it well I thought they did cast it very well and the guy who played Larry Hall his name is Paul Walter Hauser he won for his role he, he won did supporting actor in a oh, limited awesome. series it was also nominated for best mini wait series. was he the the guy he's Larry Hall he's he the freaking the creepy demon dude. creepy dude and he, he had this so voice creepy. like Oh my god, he had this high like, voice. Even the FBI agent makes fun of him in the one scene. Did yeah. you notice? Oh, he's so so good. It's yeah. like, but also 
he doesn't he confess? He goes back and forth. Like he says he did oh, it, but then he says he doesn't. That's the whole thing. Like, like I guess he's known for being a com- serial confessor, yeah. and that was a good way to kind of throw the cops off, throw them off, and he's crazy. They kept thinking like, oh, it's not really him because nothing would, no clues would ever lead to him. So I don't want to give too much away. Yes, and but Ray he did Liotta's a good job. Too. And RIP and to him he too. Passed. Yeah. I, you know, After. what's crazy. Ray Liotta was the father of. Uh, the one that was going to be friend. Of James. Yeah, so he was the ex-cop father. I thought it was just for the show, but afterwards seeing that he had passed, I was like, he did not look good. Yeah, but his performance in his this, performance it was, was like amazing. The best kind of farewell to his yeah. acting career. I mean, he he did phenomenal job. He really did such a good job. His all in this, it's definitely worth it's very believable. Watch it, do it. Yeah, and I guess like we're we're obvious usually what our vote's going to be. So it's not like, right. like what's the vote? Well, you never know. We might just change our mind in the last second. What's it going to be? Wait, wait, wait before we go to the vote, I was going to yeah. say soundtrack wise. Sound, it was actually I don't know if you noticed, but I always try to pay attention to the music. Music. And it was great. Again, you know, this was set in the 90s, was it? Probably. I forget I my, my brain. Up. But the point was... It was on it, Dateline, too. Yeah. It just, again, it's sometimes when you're watching something and then you hear music and you're like, why is that music? It just, like, takes you out of the scene. Mm. It just messes it up. Because yeah. it's, it's setting a tone and mood. I felt like the music kept everything exactly how it should be. Like, uh, how we should be feeling about, you know? Because it yeah. almost leads, it almost implies something, too. It's almost like implies, like, oh, this is lighthearted. Or, oh, this is a moment we should be like, whoa, 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 You know? When you watch it, pay attention to, just see if you can notice how the music, and also good music where you're like, I don't even notice it. That's also good. Yeah. Think about that, you know? Music in film pays it plays a huge role. Huge, huge role. Did you watch that clip of like Voldemort where he's like going like this but they changed the, the music to like some like love ballad. Is that just oh, like, on TikTok? Right, TikTok, Instagram, one of them. But it's just like, yeah, it makes a huge difference. I took a oh, course, course in college does. actually yeah. at CSUN. It was music and film, and, like, they showed a scene of Michael Myers chasing someone without the music, and it's just, like, him just walking. You're just like, bro, I'm not afraid of you. (laughs) But add that, Michael Myers music or however Yeah, or just, like, some low-level, like, there's actually frequency techniques of, like, bringing out, like, fear and anxiety. And there's frequency techniques of, like, making you feel peaceful and soothed. Like, it's crazy. Like, horror films, they'll do that. They actually put out, like, a certain composers who know what they're doing. They'll play certain tones that actually make you have anxiety. Did you know that? That's why I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm glad that not a lot of horror films are on the top. (laughs) So we don't have to do that because I don't like watching that genre. Once a Blue Moon, like, Scream was amazing and, like, the first Saw, but never mind. Anyway. (laughs) I liked all the Saw. That's like, you did, even past the first one? Yeah. I oh, actually okay. recently binged them like a weirdo. I just sat Those there are hardcore. You're like, I don't like horror movies, but stop. Wanna play a game? That's like, like hostile. Yeah, <laughs> right. no, it was. But yeah, no, okay. So you agree. And I, so we say, of course, every time we're always going to say this, take a note about like when you're watching something and see how that played a role and how you feel about that title mm. because that could make. Play, uh, there's some where I hated it because they screwed up the music and the sound in it. Yeah. And I was just like, this could have been so much better, you know? <laughs> anyway, so what was our vote? Our vote for Blackbird is... Is it the pits or is it the tits? It's the tits! <laughs> green smiley face, green smiley face. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, uh. So, yes, thank you Watch for recommending it. that. I enjoyed that. You're so welcome. 
Thank I've you been... to my brother who was like, yo, you got to watch this. Is he like, the one? Yeah, he is the one. All right. So we are going to pick our next title. Are you picking or I am picking? Was I picking? You are picking. Okay, here we go. Into the box. What's in the box? Oh, white noise. noise. All right. Oh, white yes. Noise. This one just came Bye. out on Netflix back in December. So yeah. it's, a, it's a new one. Maybe y'all haven't seen With it. With Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Famous from Girls. If Don you ever watched Cheadle. That. He's in this Don too. Cheadle, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He, I was like actually surprised to see him. And Andre 3000 in this. Did you catch that? I did. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, so White Noise. You had seen it. I actually had saw, I saw a preview of it on Netflix. They were promoting it. I added it to my queue. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I love Adam Driver. Oh, love Adam Driver. Um, I'm going to first let you say, how did, what did, so I watched it after you'd watched it. And like, I had a different expectation going in. But what did you feel about it? Um, I feel like it was very quirky and a lot of different things were happening all at once. At first I thought, is this like a drama? But then I'm like, no, this is a comedy. Like, it was supposed to be a dark comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. It was really good and um, kept me on my toes. A lot of things were going on. But I think ultimately it was just about like the fear that everyone kind of goes through, the fear of dying. <laughs> yeah, so Focus there was a theme about, like, the lead character, right? And I think the description and when I watched the trailer, I, I'm bummed when this happens. When you watch a trailer and you read a description, you kind of go in with a certain episode. If you don't have the ex- expectation, excuse me, I feel like you have a different experience, but I had an expectation. So with that in mind, I feel like it led me down the wrong path. It fell short <laughs> for me. However, okay. it's almost like if you have an iced tea, and you have a Coca-Cola. Okay, both of those by themselves, right, they're fine, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go to drink a drink and you think it's Coca-Cola and it's an iced tea, you're like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I see what you're so saying. Yeah. that's how I felt about White Noise. And also, I felt like they were trying to be too, like, clever. It was too much. It felt like, I honestly felt like, and I'm not a fan of Woody Allen, I'm sorry for anybody who that offends, mm-hmm. but it's, I can't stand this, like, droning conversational, intellectual conversation where it feels like you're saying things just to say it to be, like, interesting, but it also, like, doesn't sound like natural conversation. It kind of felt like that a little bit at times, where everybody was just kind of having a monologue moment. It's almost like they were, like, describing their inner thoughts out yes. loud, like, yeah, and nobody was interacting with that. It was almost like you say your inner thought, and then I would carry on with my inner thought. And I, nobody was really, everybody was together, but not together. So that, to me, was, like, chaotic. Like, Shay, you're talking about this show and this movie right now because they're watching. And did you hear that about the sunshine thing? That it was, <laughs> I, like, I totally interrupt, like, you, and you're like, but anyway, so I was thinking Disneyland was my favorite place. But that's what I you, loved about it. it. It was just oh. so weird and quirky, and they did such a great job. Babette, the mom, the the wife. She was cool. She was really cool. I I think what it was is that, like, there was too many stories in one story. I think that's what was happening. It was too much because if they just landed on a couple of the things that they were, the rabbit holes they were going down, that could have been, it was very Wes Anderson and they could have done it well that way. But it became yelling and then chaotic for me. And also it was like, some of the stuff they went through was like, it started off very National Lampoon's vacation meets like, I don't even know what was the analogy I was trying to think. Like, it's very post-apocalyptic at times and it was very like weird and oh yeah it was like just like airborne toxic 
thing that happens. Toxic event. Like people are thinking, oh my but God, it was, it was a metaphor, really. And it was yeah. almost like this weird thing where it was like kind of a parallel. I get what they were trying to do, where it was like almost like that one movie where it was like, don't look up. It was like trying to make a yeah. remark on how people handle like crisis situations or the idea of dying or fear of like catastrophes and like everybody handles it differently. Get yeah. that. Love that idea. That's a cool social commentary. But... I was just really trying to grab onto like one solid storyline, one character. <laughs> there was a lot going on. It just was on. too much. It was too much. I couldn't sink my teeth in. So for that reason, I just was like, the feeling it was giving me felt very anxious. Yes. So I, I know. I, I'm just googly eyed for Adam Driver. So anything he does, I'm I just mean, like, wow. But you and know also, what? He was dominated. No, that was cool. And that's why we are reviewing this. Because, like, you know, obviously all the titles aren't going to be like, we love. Like, we want to see, okay, everybody's buzzing about this. This one got an award. This one was, like, top box office. So that's why White Noise were, and that's why, you know, we're having different reactions to it. But it's interesting because I wanted it to be amazing. Yeah. It's shot well. It has potential in that way. It looks great. Uh, The soundtrack was pretty good, too, as relative to the time. They had a great musical scene at the end for, like, six minutes. They did. I saw that. But I was also. (laughs) weird because it's like the tone was weird it's like sometimes because you were like is this serious and then you're like no but this is a comedy I feel like that's what the music did it kind of confused me a little Mm. because there was moments of that where you're just like wait a second that's like intense and then you're just like wait but then that's funny because they said that and you're just like wait okay I don't want to give too much away but you'll see what we mean if you check it out is it worth okay well I don't want to do my vote but like okay we should go quick on it but yeah the, the whole thing is he was one last note about Adam Driver the reason why I was so excited to watch he does not look like a stereotypical character. Right. He's like an older dad. He looks older. Dad bod though, but hot bod. But you dad. know what? Oh, I didn't think. But he no. didn't gain weight for this though. I no. I could tell that was a, a a dummy belly. He's just playing a more mature, older married man. He's but a he professor. Yeah, he's a, a professor. Yeah, he doesn't have his typical a little grace. His hair's Adam receding. Driver. Like he yeah. d- he's not like the slick Adam Driver. From, like, Star Wars or, like, you know, girls. He just plays, like, this quirky, loving husband. Yeah. He's just trying to figure out what the heck's going on with his wife, Babette, who's, yeah. like, secretly taking pills. And she's just, like, And he has an obsession with Hitler and death. Yeah, anyway, yeah, don't want to give it away. He's a professor who, like, knows talks about Hitler. Which is weird because so I was like, important. is this an alternate reality because he's Jewish? And like, so I was just like, okay. It was just like so much. It was my brain it couldn't compete. Okay, what's our vote? Okay. You've got to go quick. All right. So white noise. One, two, three. Oh! Watch it. May, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. But I, the thing is, I just... Although it's interesting, I actually regretted <laughs> the two hours I spent. No, I loved it. I loved it. Okay, so there okay. it is. All you right. know why I was—I wouldn't recommend it because there's so many other titles. That's the only reason. If you had nothing else to watch. Okay, go ahead. It's kind of like, you know, not everyone liked Napoleon Dynamite or Juno, and it's kind of giving that. You know what? Napoleon Dynamite, the first time I watched it and I saw it in a theater, I didn't get it. <laughs> and then and then I watched it again and again, every new time I watch it it grew on me yeah. so I was like I actually thought is it that kind of movie I have a feeling no but <laughs> <laughs> no, not like but I'll give it that in the sense where like you either love it or you hate it yeah. it's just very it was, yeah you love it or you hate it and it's and it's like a dark comedy so yeah, yeah. alright All right. next title let's do it what's it gonna be oh you were supposed to pick yeah Shay pretend you picked it okay I'll pick go Elvis 
So yeah. I don't know if you guys caught, but they had a, it was almost like, what is it called? An- not anthology, but it was like a, obviously a fictional movie, but based on Elvis's life. But it was yeah. from an interesting perspective that I don't think we've ever experienced about understanding Elvis and his life and times, right? It was so kind of yeah, a flash in the pan. we got to learn everything of how he got started, how he was in the military, how mm-hmm. he even dabbled in film. And obviously mm-hmm. we see that when we're looking back but on was, his life. But. Yeah, so but what was interesting, the point of view is actually from his agent, yeah, his, which he had tension and a falling out colonel. with. And a, the colonel, who a lot of people said he was the reason for Elvis's downfall and eventual death. Oh, he manipulated And it came from, him. he was basically narrating, and it was coming from his point of view who is Tom Hanks played by Tom Hanks such a good villain like we don't see that with Tom Hanks and he was phenomenal he was kind of sad almost like not so clear a villain but it was almost like sad but like understandable character like the colonel, don't you think? I guess so, but you just see how he's just manipulating. No, he was Elvis telling me, but he was sad and lonely money. himself. Oh yes, I see how like, you mean. Like he didn't like, have you can empathize with like, the colonel. I think he was I somewhat guess. also like not only like adored him and saw him as like a money bag or a cash cow, but he also I think was jealous. Yeah, of the fact that he had he was had so many people adored him and loved him. He many times mentioned that in his narration. He's like. You know, what killed him was he did this for you. And when he said you, he was talking to the fans mm-hmm. and the crowds. Like Elvis couldn't stop, you know, even when it was like to his detriment. But so he loved his fans. Elvis loved his fans so much. He would make out down. with his fans every yeah. show. He would like kiss And the Priscilla, and- I mean, I think she, there was a, obviously they ended up after, obviously, Lisa Marie came into the picture. But, you know, he was just obsessed with you know, giving the fans what they want. And like, I think he also was a sensitive soul. And I think he was being pushed by the colonel. And like, that obviously hurt his marriage, you know. But he loved Priscilla so much. He there loved was obviously her and... so much love between them. I liked how they did it they in the film. I think they portrayed it well. Don't they you think did. so? They did. So and didn't the lead guy who played Elvis, he won an award. Austin Butler just won an award, Best Actor in a I drama thought he looked pretty. I thought they cast him. It was tough to get, because he actually sang. Oh, he yeah. was really he did a singing. He of his own singing in this. And he sounded awesome. He sounded like Elvis. He kind of like, I, I didn't know his voice prior to this, but it kind of feels like he still is talking like his... Elvis voice. <laughs> like, like he's just, he like, really embodied Elvis. Embodied I mean, it. he really looked. I mean, he's attractive dude. But he and Elvis had an interesting look. He was very attractive, but in a like almost. I don't want to say feminine, but he did have that kind of vibe. And yes. and I think what is his name Austin. Austin Butler. Yeah. He was a good choice that also had a beautiful voice. Yeah. Not only beautiful voice, but he really Austin Butler. He did a phenomenal job. Um, not only with him singing some of these songs, but we really saw him kind of portray Elvis as a young kid to a grown man, but changing how he sang mm-hmm. with that too. And it was just like he didn't give this typical like Elvis, uh huh, uh huh, like the typical right. cartoony version we see in friggin' Vegas. I mean, he did talk Hollywood. like that, but it was like it he was, was trying to be natural, natural right. about it. It wasn't. He just really embodied. Mm-hmm. I think he did a phenomenal job. I loved it, and really, just how it was shot. The director. Baz Luhrmann? Is that his name? It Baz was shot well. I, I did like that. It was, it was, um, just over the top. Really well done in terms of like how they stitched together, just like it was, is a lot. His career was interesting and they, it, they kind of, sk- 
moved and skipped. And but I think they did a good job of like focusing deep diving on the parts that were never explored before in other kind of films of him. Right. Yeah. And then interesting news bit. Like what was really we were talking about Lisa Marie, which is oh, really sad. No, uh, us filming this and away. recording this right now. And- yeah. Um, I was thinking about that because obviously they mentioned a lot about at the end they show the real Elvis at his last kind of concert and it's really sad but like um, she was very much involved in this and she was yeah, like all about it Priscilla was, and Lisa Marie and like she was at the Glo- she Golden was Globes. at Lisa was at the Golden Globes yeah. two nights ago and so she suffered cardiac her- arrest she just had a cardiac arrest and like they revived her Ugh. but then now they said obviously she passed which is so sad and I was like thinking about that and I'm like wow at the time I was watching I was like wait I thought in my mind it was a weird kind of like Mandela effect or something but I was just like wait is Priscilla or didn't Lisa Marie pass is she still alive for some reason I was I was thinking even though she's young she and, then that happened, and then that happened Literally, so, sad. so sad but I'm glad that piece. she got to see yeah a good story about her dad like that mm-hmm. so all right well what's our vote voting one two three Yay! Yay for me. It's a yay, yay. And honestly, it is a little over two hours. It is long. However, I think it's worth it. And if you're an Elvis fan, by the way, little tidbit, Elvis was the inspiration for me to get into music. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, like it was weird because like I was really young when I saw like one of his, when he went through that phase, and you'll see it in the movie too, when there was a big time when he was doing all these movies. Like you'll see why. But like I saw him, it was the one where he was around the pool wearing a lay and singing. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know, I just like kindred spirit or something, but like I looked at him and I was like, that's what I want to do. And he made, he inspired me. Like really, I always said that. Like Elvis was like, it was like, he's my spirit animal, I guess, in terms of like, but I loved how in the movie, Movie, they showed how much he was a tender soul mm-hmm. you know that's Aww. why I was excited to watch it because I was Did, like have you ever been to Graceland I have in Memphis <laughs> I got and to go too it was incredible so cool it's I mean you're trapped in the 70s right you know it's in time yeah they have like green carpet on the walls or like Shag carpeting on the walls on like the you walls. can see he has his bowling alley but it was like at the time that was like you know incredible the, like, the, 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 you know yeah he was yeah. living the high life but anyway um so yeah definitely watch Check it that watch out. it watch it and if you love the great Gatsby and Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge the mm-hmm. same director Baz Luhrmann oh like, yeah you're good reference so good as soon reference. as I saw the trailer I'm like oh my god I had to google yeah same director so yeah. it's just that fast piece yeah. high energy and yeah and I do want to make an I was thinking about that like Again, how does it tie to our global, like, cultural kind of, like, uh, you know, temperature about stuff? And just, like, again, it's almost like this idea of, like, humanizing artists, but also showing, like, we need creatives to thrive. We need to also realize, like, it's it's okay to, like, do something that's a passion. It's not just about money. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, again, after post-pandemic, I feel, again, these are the films that are resonating where we're, like, humanizing community getting back to artists and like really appreciating them as human beings mm. and not just these idols you yeah. know and then also it's not about th- that's like the 80s if we're doing <laughs> when we review the 80s we're going right. to talk about how Dalla Dalla Bill was right. like all about it but anyway I just want to make a note of that yes. alright you pick the next one me? yeah okay. go you got it what's in the box White Lotus. White Lotus. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, so I'm Make sure you want a hot many. Dog real bad. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, Jennifer, Jennifer would be proud. Um, she is having her day, and she I'm here for it. America's it girl right now. How I am totally girl. here for that. Yes, I love her so much. Um, TikTok is loving her. She and just by won the way, her Golden Globe for this too. She did. Mm. And how funny. 
her speech was so funny. She got to thank Mike White. She didn't get to do it last time she was up there. And oh, my God. Crying, just being so appreciative. And how, by the way, Mike White, I didn't know until director I looked into. Director of White Lotus. He is Mr. Schneebly. Yes. <laughs> of Rock. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's he, a roommate. You would guess that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, gosh. but anyway, he's a genius writer. And apparently, when he, a bucket list thing to, for him to do is to go on, like, what is it, Survivor? Oh, yeah. The reality show. And apparently. Apparently. During, apparently. <laughs> one of the elimination ceremonies or whatever. I was doing air quotes. Um, he got the idea for the White Lotus. Because I guess one of the people, it was like he was noticing the pettiness and like the kind of strategy for survival mm. that people, and he was just noticing this like, you know, it was a very interesting kind of like he's a good observer. Yeah. And so apparently he was, uh, he was inspired to write The White Lotus. Yeah. So. Such a good hello. series. You talk about. Binge worthy. Binge series. worthy. There's only been two seasons. So. There's um, definitely going to be a third season. So interesting. So clever and thoughtful. Like even just the the tie-in of the season. It's almost like it reminded me at first of like American Horror Story where they had the characters, but each season they would play different roles. Mm. Now, this was a little different because not all the people returned, but there is a strange common thread from one or two characters into the new season that were in the first season. You Jennifer know Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge yeah. and then her, you know, her husband and some other people. Yeah. yeah. But there's always like this common denominator of like they're always at these resorts and these different locations. And by the way, it was literally shot the second season was shot in Sicily, Italy. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Beautiful. They beautiful res- they rented the whole beautiful like this was like a famous like hotel. They uh rented the whole thing so they could shoot for like 3 months or something like that. Yeah. And uh the first one was set in Hawaii, but just clever it's kind of starts at the ending and then it works its way back, which mm-hmm. I like that kind of format. Well, this second season I, I mean, it I always like, does that. Both of them started with the ending and then works it way back. Remember? Oh yeah. And yes, then being the someone is murdered, someone dies. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, so that's right. The mystery. very first episode, it starts off with somebody died. <laughs> and same with the second season. Yeah. yeah you're right. I have to rewatch this first. But that's one, the but. thing. That's the thing. The cleverness. You're just like, who done it? But it's so well done. So it's like Clue meets like. American Horror and Story. also the theme song and the theme, the title. <gasps> yes. It kind of gives you little like. Easter eggs of what's going to happen with each character storyline with the images right. in the theme song. Very interesting. Okay, I feel like more and more lately TV series, especially on HBO and like, you know, premium channels like that. Netflix, of course, too, you know. But they are getting like excellent with these like really interesting intros, right? Mm-hmm. With obviously great theme songs, but like the visuals are so cool. But in particular for White Lotus, like you said, um, this one apparently, now I don't know if this is a rumor, but someone said this, of course, on TikTok. Everybody's like deconstructing things, but supposedly the famous, <laughs> you know, like the theme song and the second version, the second season was more, <laughs> they added a little bit of danceability to it. Yeah. But the first season um, had a ver- the same so- theme song, but oh, apparently it's song. a like um, funeral anthem of some sorts it has a derivation of that and so it kind of is implying that so die. yeah which is really cool because obviously there's a murder and like and also in when they show the theme song the intro they're showing this wallpaper oh yeah that's and, what I'm talking which about. are symbolic of the characters which you see throughout if you really want to geek out on it you'll see little easter eggs throughout the episodes that hint back to the wallpaper that mm. hint back to the actual revealing of what's going on in the story but the it's characters so clever. were so 
good in this one. And the first, so like, good. the first four episodes. Aubrey Plaza really was them. in the second season, which I love her so much. And she was nominated. She this was year, Golden Globe. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I love her. She's so great. She's I great. think we can all relate Dark to com- her character. So right. <laughs> she just is such a. The, the, she plays that role so well. But like, yeah, I think, and also that's the thing. Social media, like TikTok was like the kind of support of White Lotus. I mean, it was like everybody was like putting forth like, what's their theory? You know, what's the story? And almost, it actually kind of ruined it for me a little bit, actually, because there were so many good theories of what storylines or who did it or how it's going to unfold that the the real ending kind of disappointed me a little bit. Kind of fell short a little bit because I was expecting all these other clever endings, but, you know, whatever. Without giving it away, I think it ended how it needed you did too. I, I couldn't have had any other way with that, with with a, that specific character. I can't. Okay, so yeah, we can't, <laughs> we can't spoil it. We can't spoil it. Because I almost thought, I thought that was the whole cleverness of the show is that they were going to keep that character as a common thread through all the seasons. Yes. <laughs> so I won't say more, but okay, let's vote on this one. Any other okay. tidbit we want to make a note oh, of? Oh, when I was watching it, do you remember the the grandpa? What's his name in this? Oh, yes. That whole storyline was so cool. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah. They did great. Remember he was in Amadeus, Amadeus. Yes, Robert he was Amadeus. Was no, he was oh, no, the, he was the, the other the guy. Um, That's right, he wasn't Amadeus. Soleri, Antonio yes. Soleri. And I was like, hey! <laughs> so was it's so nice to saw. see him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, anyway. Phenomenal. He was great. And yeah, there was a whole storyline with him, his, and his son, grandson. and his grandson. Yeah. Which I feel like I identify with the grandson. Is his name Albie? Yeah, Alfie. He's just so like trusty and just so and sweet. That's, that, and he gets taken advantage of. You know what? So you just brought up a good point. The other clever thing about White Lotus is how the first season was talking about addressing a cultural and worldly issue such as well yeah how we are with like indigenous land and people and like this whole kind of capitalism thing that was an underlying theme this one I thought the underlying theme was the patriarchy Mm. So I thought that was really interesting how they touch different themes. It's not overt, but it kind of plays through the storyline of all these characters. It's just so smart. So, so smart. So obviously, you know what our vote is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bling. bling. Definitely a big bling. green smiley face. Watch For it. sure. You're going to get hooked. And I'm sure there's going to be a season three, right? Yes. And that's on HBO, right? HBO. Yeah, HBO Max. Right? Yes, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Double-checking. All right, do we have time for one more? I think we have time for one more. One or two more? Let's do it. Okay, I'm picking. One more. One okay, more, what's pick. it say? What's it say? Ooh, Severance. 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 All right. I feel like we should end with Avatar even if we okay, <laughs> don't pick it. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll pick it. Okay, so Severance. Okay, this is kind of an obscure one. Did it show up in the top charts? Or Severance did we just pick it because we were there? I feel like Severance was up there for most popular. It's on Apple, another Apple TV show. Which, by the way, Ted Lasso. I don't know if we're gonna get to it. No, um, Ted Lasso is incredible. Amazing. You should check it out. We're here. We're here with my drag That's queens. not on Apple TV. That's on um, HBO Max for sure. Uh, if you love like RuPaul and all that stuff, it's Shangela, three, Bob, three the drag, queen, drag and queens, Eureka, Eureka <laughs> that go around and to 
pretty much areas in America that are like a little bit more conservative yeah. by request and they throw these amazing drag shows and they do these transformations for these people. It's so heartfelt. So beautiful. It makes me cry every time. It's it's my happy place. So you definitely should check that out. Okay. And Ted Lasso, awesome, still in season. Was not what I expected. Thank you, Mandy, for making me watch it because I'm so happy I did. It and if you love soccer, of course I'm ex soccer player. Oh, yeah, so soccer player it was really here. cool to I'm see and like bring notes. me back to that place. So Ted Lasso, another honorable mention. The menu the menu the menu okay so let's let's do our review and honorable mentions, honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. okay okay the pick, ones that didn't make it pick okay. the last one so okay severance i don't know severance. did we both Directed watch it by on our ben own Stiller. or did you watch it because i recommended i think we both watched it on our own it was what's the lead guy that's why i was so curious He's from Parks and Rec. He's phenomenal. I just know that he's been in a lot of stuff lately. <laughs> and he's the lead guy. It's an interesting, interesting, almost sci-fi meets like human drama. What do you think? Yes. So basically, so clever and interesting. Social in a, experiment almost. Yeah. In a nutshell, you basically give the rights of half it's kind of, of the your future. brain when you go to work. Like, and you have no idea what you're doing when you go to work because you're half of your brain yeah it's the idea is that people voluntarily decide to do this thing where you know and it could be for different reasons some people just don't want to remember something like the lead character he wanted to forget about the fact that he lost his wife yeah you know something like that but the idea is like when you step into work um they do this procedure where they work on this basement level where it automatically shuts off the part of you or the part of you as a person outside of work. Yes. And so you have a work person in part of your brain that your consciousness only knows being at work. And then when you leave work, you do not, it shifts back to the other part where, so you have no idea about anything about that work life. You only know this personal life. Now, again. The, you explain it so beautifully. I'm just like, yeah, they kind of like shut off your brain. <laughs> they cut your brain in half. And you don't remember nothing <laughs> when you go home. But like, you've been working a lot at work. <laughs> Let's say explain it. I like it. No, that's pretty much the gist. But obviously, there's some nuances. And also, there's like very thought provoking because think about it. And there's like people who protest this idea and this corporation is, you know, doing this and they're trying to convince people this is a good thing. And there's all that, which is like very parallel. Crazy stuff that goes down. That yeah. You have no idea that you're a part of. Yeah. And first of all, I would never do that. Oh my God. No. You'd be trapped in that reality. And that's what they explore because people, first, though, they sign on it. And by the way, you can't unsign on. Like, you can't unsever. So yeah. once you've done it, you've done it and so but that's what's happening some people are like i need to get the hell out of here and they try to like tell their outside right they try to communicate with their outside people (laughs) and it's hard they watch it so well done so well done it was only one season so far right only one season but i think it's gonna come back i hope so yeah yeah yeah. that was amazing okay last one let's see what we get so i'm we're rating a happy face on that oh yeah we gotta rate (laughs) happy face for sure i love that kind of stuff i'm so into like the sci-fi thought-provoking like almost like black mirror-esque kind of vibes it's very up your alley but it's good it's well done and good acting good Good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we already did that one. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm, what's in the box, Shay? What is next? What's next? Ooh! So I did pick the menu, and we'll talk about menu. Wednesday and Avatar. Woo! Boom, boom, boom. Can we do it? Okay, I'm going to do it. Okay, <laughs> really, quickly, do it. really quickly, okay, really quickly, really quickly. Okay. <laughs> the menu. The menu. Okay. This just came out recently, too. Crazy Lee actor flick. is from the one in Queen Gamut. Queen's Gamut. Yes. I love her. Super interesting 
like what if scenario. Anya Taylor Joy. I'm sure if you've seen the preview, there's this it's like this elite group of people go off to have this exquisite dining experience with this famous chef. Don't want to say too much more, but it actually was a very interesting remark. I didn't expect the twists and turns. I didn't what either. Did when I was watching, I was not expecting that. We, we can't give it away, huh? We can't really can't give it away. <laughs> no spoilers. But dang, this it's hard. It's nuts. And some of the characters in there are psychopaths. And you're just like, what the heck? Psychopaths. and But it's literally everybody who's attending. It kind of represented different types of people. Ordinary people you have like. In that echelon. Yeah, like and a washed up actor. This like crazy obsessed. Want to be like, you know, food foodie, critic. Food critic. Yeah, these older couple. Older, older, older wealthy couple. Older dines these Fancy restaurants all the yeah. time. All those kind of things. And it's, don't want to give too much away. That's the beauty of it. it they were handpicked by the chef. Handpicked, but with them. it's so smart. I thought it was, it could have dialed it in. It could have been that cliche thing. But I think they were smart. And her, the lead girl that we Margo. just mentioned, she yeah. was very interesting what her role was. So I think our vote is obvious. Her boyfriend or her date was crazy. Right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I wish the ending, I I wish, I wish. uh, Was it, were you kind of on the fence because you hated the ending or did you like the ending? I hated the ending. You did? I wish that like, can I just say, I wish there was more of a fight. I just feel like if I were at that freaking dinner, there's no way I would have. Okay, okay. I'm not going to say I know what you're saying. But here's my response to that without trying to spoil it either. I get what they were saying with the lack of fight. Yes. At that point. It was almost like they felt like they had to be there. Also, That's what the chef was getting at. Yes. Like you could have fought, but it's almost right. like maybe you They kind of like which is kinda intense. Again, not trying to give too much away. But like even when she left they were like Okay. Like, it was almost like they kind of gave yeah, in. Yeah, you to go. The, <laughs> they kind of gave in to the obvious, but that was kind of an intense thing. Really, really intense. Remember the very last scene, the last meal? I'm not going to uh, say it. Don't. No. And John Leguizamo's in this. I love oh, him. Oh, yeah. He was great. I love he him. So great okay, so that's, that's the menu. But we say go see it, even though. Go see it. You know, yeah, we wish it was intense. Put it that way. It's intense. So be ready for that. Say okay, Wednesday. Everybody intense. obviously buzzing. Um, but Wednesday, um, hello. Great yes. new debut. She rocked it. She also. Dana Ortega. Thank you. Queen. She's queen. And I love what's her name. Who? Happens it a Jones. Yeah. And, and also, she played. Um, she played Morticia. Morticia. And Christina Ricci's in this. Christina Ricci. And she plays, plays a uh, teacher. school teacher at, at the academy she goes to. And Luis Guzman. I was in a movie with him. Hold on. He's yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Look at you. you know. mm. <laughs> and, Hi, then, and, then, and then the. Head headmaster that uh, she's from Game of Thrones. Love her, the blonde. Yes, yes, Gwendolyn. Chris- yes. yes, yes. Oh my god, and they have a cool dynamic off screen as well. Yeah. But everybody's excellent. Um, really fun take. You know, it's not too heavy handed, but I feel like they did a good job with her character reinvigorating Wednesday as her own in depth character. And she, and what's her name again? Who plays her? Jenna Ortega. Jenna. She does such a great job. And there's a famous dance scene. She was nominated this year. She was not. I knew it. Yeah. That's. Best She's actress so young. in a musical comedy. 
Um, she actually did a famous dance scene, which kind of put it on a map. Everybody was buzzing mm-hmm. about it on TikTok. And she wrote it herself. She came up with she it. She choreographed she it. She choreographed herself. it. Everyone was, Lady Gaga got a hold of it. Lady Gaga. Like, That's right. It was her cover of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was super fun. Definitely you should watch. Um, interesting twist. It was almost very Harry Potterville. That's what I got. That's what I got, too. Very okay. Harry Potterville. Definitely but watch it. Way. Watch it. Good way. Representation. Right, and we Latinos. vote with our paddles. Bing, 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 bing. No surprise. It's a green smiley face. Yes, man. Go get it. Go get it. Go get you some on Netflix. Okay, and then our final title we are going to review for 2022 is, of course, and we hope you saw it, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Yes, we go back to Pandora. Back to Pandora. Jake and what's her name? Oh, yeah. Same, yeah. That's And they're now living as... Avatars as what's the what are they called? They are called Navi the, people. The, the Navi the people. The blue people, right? And they have they have a family and everything. They have a family. They, have they need to, they need to protect their family because some old drama is kicking back up. Old drama that didn't die is coming back. They figured out how to, like, keep their consciousness and put themselves in avatars. And so we don't want to give too much away, but there's a really cool extra uh, community that's introduced just, like, very similar to Black Panther, which is the beings that instead of, like, being in the jungle, in the trees, in the forest people, there are people who live on the beaches, in the water, and with the sea creatures. And And there are a lot of new characters in this one. A lot of great new characters. We see Sigourney Weaver's come back in this. Um, She makes a cameo. Yeah, with her. Mm -hmm. Well, she has a daughter now. She has a daughter now. And we don't know how, and that's the cool thing. And there's a whole story around that. Um, uh, Yeah. And, um, again... The cinematography, the, the the it's beautiful, well done. I mean, you know how they shoot it. They actually wear VR suits. Did yeah. you know that? So they're actually acting. So that's why a lot of the characters, the CG looks like the actor because they literally are mimicking and acting and the voice and everything is on time, real oh, time. Yeah. Did James you know that? James Cameron delivered. And did delivered. you know their costumes, like all the like tribal mm-hmm. things that they're wearing, the costume designers actually have to make that. They don't yeah. make it in post or whatever. They no. actually have to design everything so that it looked amazing. they can create it. Yeah, so that yeah. they can look real. That's why it was so realistic. It's Even so- the water, it was like, Fantastic. And the way their hair moves in the water. It was crazy. Like, and like the it was so heartfelt, the creatures, the connection with nature, like they continued that vibe, the spirit of that Iwa. which which I loved, yeah. Mother. Or Gaia Iwa, which was what I thought was so wonderful about the first avatar. And this one it was even better. And in the new community in the new tribe, they didn't like it wasn't just like a throwaway. There was depth there, mm-hmm. right? And Kate Winslet's there. in this one. Kate Winslet is one of the new tribe people. Yes, I loved it. And uh any other comments? about that? I mean... Uh, it was nominated. Best Director in Motion Picture. Best Drama in a Motion Picture. Okay. They didn't win this year, but... Got yeah. a seven point nine out of ten, and a seven nice. in IMDb, and seventy seven. And I heard they thought everybody was like, "Oh, this Avatar, it's not going to do well." Like everybody it was kind of poo pooing well. it. It blew box office numbers. It was like out. top three. Yeah, this it, year. it was off the charts, which I'm so happy about because it deserves it. Because like I can get it. Sometimes they'll dial it in for sequels, and it's like, eh. the even the fight scenes, it wasn't over. I mean, there was a little bit of an overkill, but it did have development, other story besides just the big bombastic sense stuff, you know. And there's such a beautiful love story between There's a beautiful Jake love story. Yeah. I, I know. What's her name? I don't want to mess it up. But and she's great. Zoe's I love Aldana her as an, I love her as an actor, they, too. They were just so great and loving. I want to love like that. I know. I wanted to I wanted to live there. I would be on the water. Ooh. I would be the water people. 
Yeah. What would you be? Would you be forest or water? I'd be forest. You'd be forest? No, I'd be water. I'd be water. Right? <laughs> Oh, I can have one of those whales. It looks my so friend. relaxing. Oh God! And um, but sad. in terms of the, I actually saw it um as IMAX 3D. Me too. Yeah, and so that I feel like you can see it different ways. But if you're gonna see it, totally worth it to go to the theater and watch the first one first. Watch the first refresh. one. It does matter. Yeah, I think it. Like it, it Black, can, Black Panther, you have to do that. Yeah, I let, let you appreciate the second, the sequels better because they do tie it in. There is some tie in, so you can understand the backstory of a lot or the motivation, a lot mm-hmm. of the characters, right? Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's a, it's a mystery. We know. We're gonna vote. <laughs> I hated it. No, Yay, <laughs> it's it. the tits. No, Avatar. no. Let's let us make a more appropriate vote for the Avatar. It's it's uh, the bee's knees. Oh. <laughs> Will I be like a 1920s reference? Okay, fine. How, <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, how, how about it is... It's trill. It's trill. Yo. Uh, versus what's the opposite of trill? Not trill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll end on that note. So, we say we love it, we love it, and we love we, it. you should check it out, and it will make you a happier person. Yes. But that's our 2022 wrap-up. Yeah, and honorable mentions. Did we say yeah, Maverick? Honorable Did we talk mention. about Maverick? Oh, yes, honorable Top mention. Gun. Top Gun Maverick. We watched it because it was in the top charts for a while. Everything, everywhere, all at once. So, I, so Top Gun, I'll just quickly say, it was like, if you love the first one and you want basically a new version of the first one. 30 years cool. later. <laughs> That's yes. pretty much it. I'll, I'll leave it at that for me. Very same, similar storylines. And even same music. Right. It's putting you back into that place, happy place, if that what was your happy place, uh, right? So great. I love it. Right? Then we had... Everything, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. This was awesome. It was from that director who did... Um, the Daniels. Yes. And just like uh, Parasite and all those, it was very interesting interesting from um, a Korean woman was the lead Michelle Young and such an interesting point of view different cultural kind of take it was a little bit sci-fi a little bit wackadoo a lot of fun I liked it yeah she they won a lot this year it made me think of like not Kill Bill what is it Kill Bill meets being John Malkovich (laughs) it was kind of like that vibe jumping through different universes yeah but and it was like kind of like a take on like what if you know and lots of fun you should check it out it's it's basically it's got a sweet human story in it Mm -hmm. right and then what else do we Um, want to mention oh gosh we already said Ted Lasso is it done that's it I think and so. 2022, there were so many we were going to review. So many. <laughs> that were tops, but we also liked. <clears throat> okay, let's do the wrap up. Yes. All so right. there were just so many titles to review. Yeah, that was our wrap for 2022. The most kind of buzzworthy and some of the titles that we really loved and enjoyed. So and that really had a reflection on the year and what was going on culturally, globally, all that good stuff. So it was the sign of the, or not the sign of the time. It was the frequency frequency of the time. time. So let us know. Did we get it right? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, Was there some that we missed? Yeah. Do you really like something that we didn't mention? Mm -hmm, For the year. And did we inspire you to go check some stuff out, right? Um, Would love to know and hear about it. Also, if there's any title, doesn't matter what year, uh, you're interested in us reviewing and talking about, Please let us know. Each episode, we focus on one year. So movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. So we're totally into it and we'd love to hear from you. And we hope that this is also um, opening your mind to how our entertainment is maybe a reflection mm. of the global collective. I'm getting really sci-fi here. Global but no, collective. But really, it is. It's, it's, a, it's this 
are we on frequency? Are we tuning in to the collective? Are we all off in our own little cave with things? But hey, maybe these titles can be a reflection of what's going on. So with what's the- going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? So I'm Shay Z and I'm Mandy, and we'll see you next time on the Sonic Chronic. Chronic. Mm. Sonic Chronic Frequency